0: Joined today by Emily Hart-Hayes with Intermountain Health. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. We are talking about period tracker apps.
1: Who knew? (laughs) Because there's an
0: app for that. (laughs) As there is an app for everything. Um, But we know as just women in general, sometimes our periods are irregular or we're wondering when they're going to show up or why they haven't yet. And we, of course, know that our periods play a vital role into ovulation, which play a vital role into becoming pregnant. Or not. Or not. (laughs) Exactly. And so we want to know where our period is at all times. Yeah. And now we can track it on an app.
1: (laughs) There's an app for that.
0: There's an app for that. So um, there's a lot of reasons why women would choose to
1: use a period tracking app. Yeah, right. So, why is it important to keep track of when your period is? Who cares, right? Well, I mean, people do though. <laughs>
0: but yeah. right, who cares? Right,
1: right. So, I mean, when you go in for your, you know, annual exam, or you go in any oh, hair provider, when was your you? last period? Right? And I say, good question. <laughs> uh, last month. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you but know, now I can just pull my phone out and look. You can see on your phone because you have the app. Um, the reason we ask that, sometimes people call keeping track of the menstrual cycle the fifth vital sign. Mm-hmm. You know, look at your temperature, your heart rate, your blood pressure. We're also looking at, okay, when was your last period? Right. Because having regular menstrual periods is a sign of health and that everything is going normally. That your A woman's reproductive going, mm-hmm. parts. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so in the most base sense, that's what these period tracker apps are going to be helpful for doing is knowing... Are you having periods that are about once a month? And if you, it can help you predict when your period's gonna start. Right. Sometimes just planning your life around that (laughs) is a helpful thing to know. I mean, if you
0: have a vacation,
1: (laughs) you wanna know. You might wanna know, when (laughs) do I plan my vacation to Hawaii? Not then. Not this week. Right. So that is some people just knowing that. Sure. But also knowing, is there a a reason that we might need to look into why is, why am I not having regular periods? If Mm -hmm. you're not keeping track of them, it's life, you kind of stop paying attention and uh, until you've
0: gone so long, and then all of a sudden
1: you think, why haven't I had a period in X amount of days mm-hmm. or months or weeks? Right, right. So we often think, oh, if you haven't had your period, you skipped your period. You're pregnant. I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. But thyroid problems can cause people to have irregular periods. Um, something called polycystic ovary syndrome, which is a, um, a, a disorder with the... Ov- ovaries and our whole body that can affect periods, make people not have periods. They're, you know, are you menopausal? Depending on sure. how old you are, it might be something else. Sure. So different it's in- lifestyles yeah, can right. create for not having periods. Right. And this is in women who aren't using hormonal birth controls. So they're mm-hmm. not taking the pill. They don't have a hormonal IUD or something else that's affecting periods. Sure. Um, so those are kind of the things that a period tracker app is going to help you keep an eye out for health conditions that may be affecting that
0: so to me the biggest question would be well how accurate yeah are they it
1: depends right it depends like everything so if you have pretty regular periods and you've been plugging your periods into this app for six months It's going to be pretty accurate. Sure. Because it's using your pattern to predict the next month. The more data, the better. Yeah, absolutely. But if you have something that's causing your periods to be irregular, they might think, oh, this is a person with a regular monthly cycle. It's not going to be that accurate, especially at predicting ovulation. Right. And for women wanting to get pregnant, that's a lot of the reasons why they're using these period trackers. Yeah. They want to know when am I ovulating because an egg only lives for 24 hours. Right. And so there is a window when fertilization can occur. And if you use an app that can help predict when's that going to happen so you can time intercourse to maximize the chances of a pregnancy each month. Or then on the flip side. Yeah, Family plan the opposite way. Yeah, right. So apps sometimes, the period tracker apps, um, sometimes people use them if they want to avoid other types of contraception. They don't want to take hormones or they really want to just keep things natural.
0: But you should be cautious when you using should...
1: an app as birth control. Yeah. I am not one to tell people 100% you should do this or you shouldn't do that. Right. I'm going to say proceed with caution <laughs> So fertility awareness methods, that's this umbrella term for all of these methods that rely on your understanding of your menstrual cycle to prevent pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So these methods, like the calendar method, counting days, or monitoring for other signs of ovulation. Like your temperature and things like that, right? Right, yes. Those methods are between 60 and 85% effective when we look at research um, at women who have been using these, over the course of, uh, say, five years, how many people had an unplanned pregnancy if this was their only method of birth control? And that's between 50, 60 and 85%, depending on how good it was for you individually. So if that's an acceptable number for you, you then perceive. there you go. If that seems like not maybe the most effective, and that maybe you want something a little bit more foolproof, then you may want to talk to your healthcare provider about another method. Whether it's a what we call long-acting reversible contraception method, like an IUD or an implant, or the pill, or condoms, or something mm-hmm. else.
0: And we have a whole Baby or Baby podcast on contraception and everything that you need to know about it, and different types and options for women too. So. Um, I
1: would implore our listeners to find that if they have questions about it. One of the best ways to baby your baby is to make sure that's your baby and not have another baby right away. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so talk about it then when it comes, talking about the app, when it comes to trying to get pregnant. Um,
1: what are you seeing with the success Or struggle. Yeah. Well, I think if you have regular cycles that happen about once a month, then using these apps to help you keep track of what your cycles are like is really good. Why not? Right. Knowing it's going to be easier for you regardless. Yeah. Because you're having your regular cycles and regular ovulation. Right. It's not a requirement. Right. It's pretty. If you have regular cycles that happen about once a month and you don't have any other health problems. You're likely to become pregnant whether you're using an app to time your intercourse or not. (laughs) Right. You you have to have regular intercourse. That's the other ingredient that's a Mm must-have. So some people, their style is going to be, don't overthink it. Right. Don't make it a job. Right. (laughs) Try to have fun. Right. Other people, they just want to know, what's my body doing? And maybe. The control factor of it. Yeah. They're more planners. Mm-hmm. They want to know really I what's happening. I want to have exactly a spring baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then maybe this app, one of these apps is for you. Sure. So what it's going to do is it's going to say in a typical 28 day cycle, that's your, you know, if you're like clockwork, you're perfect. You're like a robot yeah. woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then <laughs> you're going to have ovulation happen on day 14. But if you have cycles that are 28 to 31 days, and that day 14 isn't going to be perfect. It's not going to be every other Wednesday. So what, <laughs> right. So what the app can do is help kind of use that data to predict what's that, what's that day of ovulation. Right. And like you said, I mean, for a lot of women, they
0: just want to know. Yeah. There are a lot of planners. Yeah, there are. It's a great way to, what I would think, you know, plan the unplannable, really.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I want a July baby. Yeah.
0: Good luck. Nobody Here, wants a July
1: baby.
0: <laughs> Hot. It is. I know. But you know what I was just saying the other day? Because uh, Jax was born in February, and a February baby, it's hard with their birthdays because it's snowy and dreary, and you have to stay inside and figure out how to entertain them.
1: Yeah birthday parties for four-year-olds in your home when it's cold outside that's a loud party isn't it
0: it's debatably dreadful mm-hmm. sometimes
1: mm-hmm. I'm a <laughs> February messy. baby so I hear you see I yeah. know yeah. I know yeah.
0: but now there's a an app that I can just download you know for for Jax's sibling yeah exactly for the <laughs> next time. Um, okay but when we talk about apps um, we have to talk about privacy there's apps for everything. We all have them on our phones from social media to grocery delivery and everything in between. Yeah, And they're not all, quote unquote, safe.
1: Yeah. You should always read the, pri- the you know, those privacy agreement that you scroll through that you're going to sign away your firstborn son and then mm-hmm. some. Uh, you should always read those privacy agree- agreements and understand what they're going to be doing with your data. Because that's that's the side of it is you're putting your information into these apps just like we do with all
0: the other ones yeah. um, <laughs> without thinking yeah but maybe
1: you don't want to put what days am I having intercourse into an app that's going to be used
0: to in a way that you might not want data to share somewhere. that yeah, yeah.
1: exactly right. so be cautious proceed with caution before you use one of these apps uh, and put all of your information into them. Which is
0: just probably a good reminder for our listeners for any app that you're <laughs> putting your information in. Yeah, just we all need that checking. reminder. But it's so true, we do. Um, what do you want people to know? What's, what's your take home yeah. on these period tracker apps? Just
1: like any tool, it's just a tool. Mm-hmm. You can use it if it's helpful to you. You can use it with other with other things. So some people might want to use it um, for trying to get pregnant, but they also want to keep track of other things, not just the days of the week, but they may want to measure their basal body temperature. That's mm-hmm. your, that's your temperature, your body temperature before, after you've had a full night's sleep and before you get up and start moving around. So, so when you're laying in bed before you wake up, before you get up, before you get up, right after you wake up, you take your temperature, and it's gonna be lower in the first half of your cycle, and after ovulation, it's gonna be a few tenths of a degree higher. So it's a, we're not talking about multiple degrees. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's is it just a really warm blanket on you, play a factor into that? I'm w- just asking. If you use that warm blanket every night, then you've got a trend, right? Okay, Keep okay. it the same. <laughs> yeah, but if, you, but if you work at night, and you don't, or you are up feeding a nursing baby every two hours, your basal body temperature is not going to give you all that information. Um, Other things that people like to keep track of, the, the fluid that is made by the cervix, so that's the opening of the uterus, that fluid changes different times in our cycle. Leading up to and around the time of ovulation, the cervical fluid gets stretchy and clear kind of gross. I know most people don't really want to talk about their cervical fluid.
0: (laughs) But we have to because it's the baby But that's another sign of
1: ovulation or of your fertile time. And so using these apps to just know what your body is doing, they may be a useful tool, but they're not for everybody.
0: So as we kind of come to the end of our conversation about period tracking apps, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which makes me giggle every time. I'm not sure why, but it does. Um, Resources for women, uh, when it comes to some of these apps with Intermountain where they can go, what they can find. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're all over on the app store. So there's one that was has been um, certified as a method of birth control by the European Union. It's called Natural wow. Cycles. That's a bold
0: statement. Right,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 60 to 85% effective as a method of contraception. Right. Do
0: you have one that you've seen women use that you like the most or that you've heard feedback from? Yeah,
1: I, I don't have one particular one. There is, if you do go to Enter Mountain's website, there is an information sheet on on period tracker apps, just like pretty Perfect. much everything in healthcare. <laughs> as we as have as a, Just like everything. We have an information sheet
0: for that. Yep, and there's probably an app for that information sheet as well somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily Hartnays, thank you so much for being with us today. That concludes our conversation about period tracking apps. Thanks for listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for having me. Joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.